0: We are back in the Football Shed, the weekly football podcast for fans that live in the wrong time zone. My name's John Hewitt. Jeff King is here. Good day. And Roger Gibbs is here. Hello. Roger, you have bought the ultimate disgusting beer today. What is your beer? Yeast
1: ridden bread water.
0: Yes. Uh, it's a <laughs>
2: coffee pastry stout. You gave John. me a
0: sip of it before we started It's fucking horrible. It's
2: just, no, it's just very rich. You just can't enjoy it. It literally is watered down bread
1: that's
0: like dipped in coffee.
1: Uh, artificially you create a culture you don't like in itself. Stout. I just think that you're misguided. I, I feel... Okay, right. Before you ask, John, I'm drinking a Baileys tonight. No, 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 Let me just, no, let me no, just talk no, you no, no, it. you no,
2: no, we, we all know your opinions about beer, and no, they're wrong. No, no,
1: right. I'm essentially... Why is there a, like a bad thing about this? I am essentially drinking chocolate milk, which, if you admit, is yum. Yum. <laughs> I am not going to disagree
2: with you about yum. Baileys. I it's, really like Baileys. It's yum, isn't it, right? So think you're Baileys- going to have
1: fucking yeast-riddled bread water and think that you're refreshed. Drink chocolate milk, well, no, but you're don't... a grown-up. Stout, you have...
2: stout isn't refreshing. You have a choice. I don't drink you're stout a grown to up. be refreshed. Have something nice. I drink stout because it's meaty and tasty. Oh, what uh, What did you bring to support your stout? Water down uh, sour I brought a
0: ballistic <laughs> Hawaiian haze pale ale. Oh, wow. Delicious. I bought some Aldi wine because, you know, consistency. <laughs> um, right, every week we do start with a question, but before we do that, I'm just going to do a bit of admin. Um, If you want to get in contact, ask us a question, uh, tell us we're wrong about something, just find us on Facebook, search Football Shed, or email us at footballshedpodcast at gmail.com, and don't forget to subscribe, and obviously leave us a review, and tell your mates so more people can hear us talk nonsense about football. Now, this week's question isn't from any of us, it's from Chris on Facebook. Oh, Good on on you, Chris! So Chris got in contact on Facebook this morning, after watching the first game of football back, which is very exciting. Um, and there was a lot of added time because there was a injury to Eric Garcia. Is he, is, have you seen it up there? Added
2: is he all right? T- that just seems bizarre that there's added time. Like I just, I know it shouldn't be, but because there's no one in the ground and it's like this weird training <laughs> drill type thing, I feel like, just get him off the pitch. Like, there shouldn't be added time. That just seems <laughs> weird. I mean, but he's but They yeah, lost ten minutes because he was injured, though, isn't it? Where's one what, of those what do you little carts? What you happened know? to these little carts they had in um, USA? World Cup <laughs> <laughs> Hold his laces and drag him
0: off. What is he okay? By the way, I, was uh, at, I Pep Guardiola said he's conscious. So oh, good. <laughs> oh, wow. a oh, good. Oh, wow.
2: So, really, it was, really yes. it was a proper... Yeah, I didn't see yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was a sorry. proper... Yeah,
1: no. <laughs> not laughing at his misfortune, but, like, if, if that's the compliment it? your manager's going to yes. give you, you got some problems. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wow. Um, so, no, he's okay, but okay. not... not oh, he's alive. Yeah. Oh, you saw John yesterday. How was John? Oh, he's
0: conscious. <laughs> yeah. 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 Doesn't sound promising, though, for no. the
2: rest of the season.
0: But anyway, Chris's question... Mm-hmm was what is the longest amount of time added on in an EPL match? He thinks of a game called for Man United versus Oldham, which I can't recollect which game he's thinking about.
2: Let's be honest, it could be any Manchester United game where United needed to score an extra <laughs> goal. Um, Fergie, how, what, 10 minutes? 15? So you no, know,
0: they did a study into Fergie time. Turns out it's a lie. Like
2: well, they did. who did the study, I would ask first. Yeah. Alex Ferguson's nephew. No Darren Ferguson, his son. <laughs> no, I don't know. I remember a few
1: games going into hundred minutes, passing the hundred minute mark. Yeah. Um
0: There is I have one from twenty thirteen. Uh, I remember um was it Hundred Three one Minutes. Was it an
1: Arsenal game? Yes and yes. Sorry, what, what did you say? He said 103, 103 mi-
0: minutes. Is it the Arsenal game where Eduardo broke his ankle? No. It was Arsenal against West Ham in 2013, and they had 12 minutes and 58 seconds. Who so, got injured? Um, I don't know, but, it, but apparently the report said there was lots of injuries. So,
1: and it wasn't Ed, wasn't the, the Eduardo game? No, because
0: Eduardo was against
1: um, Stoke. He just, like, snapped his leg. Because yeah. he was on the pitch yeah. for a long time. It was David it? Boost. Style. So they Still yeah. probably
0: only got three minutes at the end, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. But he was conscious. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So that's all right. Get get back on. (laughs) Um, But yeah, no, it was Arsenal-West Ham in 2013. 12 minutes and 58 seconds. That's the most in the Premier League. In the League Cup in 2018, Bournemouth v. Burton, the fourth official put up the thing... 28 minutes of added time on.
1: Was that because of a power cut? Yeah, didn't, some, yes. something happened. Yes. Yeah. yeah, three yeah. power cuts. Yeah, yeah. That's, that was it. It was, it was raining and then the floodlights went out and then. Uh, well, wait a minute. Hold, hold the phone. Is this the story? I am yeah. Phone. yeah, literally, you're holding the phone, not the phone. We have several. Come on, out the, with it. Is <laughs> this the one where
0: they sabotage the lights?
1: Do you remember this story where oh, the, where the, where the away fans went and
0: sabotaged <laughs> no, the lights? It wasn't that game because that was um, Neil Warnock because he complained about it, and... and then everyone got their phones out and put
1: the yeah. torches on their phones in the crowd. Yeah. One minute this will, this will come flooding back to me. I won't make you wait and listen
2: to it, but yeah.
1: interesting football, isn't it? Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> Good question, though, Chris. But Thank there you. is
2: something in the Fergie. I don't want to keep banging on about it, but you said there wasn't anything in Fergie time, but there is a pretty damning statistic about the amount of penalties that were given against Man United at Old Trafford under Alec Ferguson and it's it is time. so no but it is so far removed from the league average like it's yeah but the Fergie time thing was psychological it was, it was so other teams
1: panicked in the last few minutes Like it was created as a bit of a, a monster in the room yeah. so that, so that they, they panicked and he scored goals statistically it's Jürgen, like a self-fulfilling prophecy yeah Jurgen Klopp's Liverpool has scored more late goals to win games of football than Alex Ferguson's Man United yes. and that's in, there you go. In, number in a much
0: shorter of, yeah in number of goals in a shorter space of time um, but yeah thank you Chris for the question I've also got a few quick fire questions because the Premier League was back this morning which is very exciting I thought we should try and remember what's happened in the Premier League so far so who's the top scorer in the Premier League right now
2: Jamie Vardy how many 17
0: close 16 19
2: ah. which team has not won a game 19 the Premier League Yes, Rog. <laughs> okay, sure. It was seventeen.
0: <laughs> Which team has not won a game in twenty twenty in the Premier League? Aston Villa. Oh. No. Norwich. Bournemouth. Brighton. 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 Yeah, dear, draw, dear. Lots of draws. Which goalie has kept the most clean sheets? Dean Henderson. Dean Henderson. Nick Pope. Really? Mm. Because Burnley plays shit football. Yeah. yeah. Fuck Burnley. Um, Klopp has won five of the seven Manager of the Month awards who's won the other two? Oh Graham Potter? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> but one of the teams we've already mentioned
1: Oh um, Sheffield United manager um, No Really? Pears- He's not? Pearson No Frank Lampard and Sean Dyche Ugh. Pearson hasn't. You think well, the, I just yeah, Watford No, no, gone. I think Pearson was a good shout, Roger. You deserve that. You deserve that <laughs> for creativity. Takey for Pearson, did.
0: Pearson didn't. We're not doing very well at this, are No. We? Most fouled player in the league? Played this morning. Sterling? I think he's brilliant. Kevin De Bruyne? No. English? Oh, Fleck? No. Huh. He's Scottish.
2: Ah, oh, but he loves him
0: Yeah, Jack Grealish. And ah, lastly, Jack. another team that played this morning—the least shots in the Premier I League, play that. fewest, fewest. least—says on my phone. Uh, <laughs> team with the fewest shots, yes. Sheffield Giant. least. Yes, yeah. fewest shots in the Premier League. But anyway, that's uh, so. That's us knowing about. Well, it's
2: good that we can look forward. We don't need to know yeah, about the past because yeah. it's just started. It's out. over now. Yeah. Well, because I, I did
0: that quiz myself and then went. I don't know any of these because it's been so long. Yeah, since...
1: we're foot- immersed with it. We do this every week. Yeah, yeah. I forgot the David Moyes.
2: But then is it's West funny you manager. say a few of them, and it does because I like the Jack Greenish one. I yes. remember. But football was back this morning, which is very exciting.
0: Um, where do you want to start? Man City, Arsenal, or Villa, Sheffield United. Oh
1: come on, Man City, Arsenal. Start yes. there. I was up at five in the morning watching this game, yep. getting a bit of me time, bit
0: of early morning me time in the house. It sad that I really struggled to sleep last night because I was really excited. I was So
1: excited, I was. Up, <laughs> I was up at four essentially, <laughs> telling myself, "Don't fall back to sleep, Jeff," because it'll make it. You'll make it harder for yourself. You'll make it harder. Stay up. Eventually, got up about quarter to five. Yep. Turned the heater on. Started yes. ready to go.
0: Brilliant. Um, I, I loved that it was back. Um, I do want to say as well, I love the fact that everyone took a knee at the start of both games. I thought that was amazing. And listening to the BBC back um, this evening, um, I can't remember his name. Striker, who used to play for Birmingham, um, and Lee Hendry, and him, I'll remember his name. But basically, they got both quite, they were at the Aston Villa Sheffield United Morrison? game. Clint Morrison. Morrison, thank you. Um, they both got quite emotional about it. They were just like, this is amazing. They loved it. Um, well, we are seeing a bit of a sea change at the moment, which is,
1: it's great to see. Um, it's, not a, it's not a one-off, it's actually a bit of a movement that's created momentum. It's, and I
0: love the fact that the referee gets involved as well. I didn't, like, I didn't notice yeah, that, yeah, it's yeah, really re- good.
1: Yeah. And without, I know that we, we've, we've waited a long time to talk about football and we're going to talk about yeah, things about yeah, like, oh, no, oh, football, yeah. but it was great to see Pep Guardiola's comments afterwards. Did you see I that? He, see that no. he basically said, I'm embarrassed for white people. Yeah, well, you said what we as white people have done for the last four hundred years is a disgrace, and I'm embarrassed by it. Like, yeah. good on you. Yeah,
0: really good. But yes, onto the football. So, Man City won three nil. Kevin De Bruyne is the
2: best player in the league and looks like he's never had a break. Well, we didn't it's kind of we didn't learn anything new there with De Bruyne, but no. there's something. Do you know what I found in this game immediately, which is like watching Manchester City? You're like. Like it's nothing new, but you realise how well coached they are. It's ridiculous. And like their third goal. Yeah. I just I watched that and I just thought, how you know, to do this after not play yes, they've been training and they've obviously been playing together, but in a competitive game, albeit in a weird environment, um, it was amazing, like the interplay and the way and you can only do that. If you are so well, like obviously you've got to be a good player, but you can see the coaching, and I think I think because we haven't seen football for so long, and there being no crowd, and there's nothing else, and it's just like a training drill, you realise how well drilled they all are. That like you know obsessive, compulsive bit of pet, they all know what they're doing and moving around. And it was I know we give Man City a bit of grief, and you, you, I mean you two are quite vocal about not enjoying the perfection of it. Did you enjoy it more because we haven't seen it for a long time? Yes, I think I did. Then, about
0: 60 minutes in. You got bored. I got bored. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was like, oh, they're exactly the same as before. It's almost like I've always said about Man City that the thing I don't like about them is there's not really any humanness, there's no errors, they don't get anything wrong. And it was that again. Like they came back first game and just pressed the on button and went, We'll do this perfectly again. Done. Oh
1: see, I, I slightly disagree. I I agree and disagree. So I, I do think it was a it's a phenomenal example of coaching. You're absolutely right. Um what it highlighted to me was the reason why City are not winning the league this year. So they are not sharp, okay? They're incredibly well coached, but there were a few moments where key decisions, key runs, key crosses, and they were making the wrong choice, or they weren't on their front foot. They weren't getting their toe on it. or The shot was scuffed a little bit. Essentially, the the individuals as well, part of harsh the machine. Well, it, well, you have to be with with such a well-oiled machine. But the individuals that were components in their well-oiled machine weren't very sharp. What they were is incredibly well coached, incredibly well organized. Mm-hmm. They all knew their role. But what they were missing is that that final bit of spark that they have when they're really, really sharp and really, really on their game and we, we've spoken about the last three years of transition in Manchester City and gone two years prior to this year unstoppable was it 200 points in two yeah. years or 201 points or whatever it is um, and we've spoken about the the effect that being trained by Pep can have and, and being forced to win every week can have and that will have an effect on your sharpness essentially because if you're not as hungry or if, you're, or if you're a bit just dulled by this process the reason why they're not winning the league this year in my opinion is because of that last little bit of sharpness what they still have and what they've been perfecting for three years, four years now, is that teamwork, which is phenomenal.
0: Do you mean by the sharpness as well that kind of X factor? There's someone that does because I think they miss desire. Is that what Sane doing? and like people like Mares is the only one that's got a bit of X factor, and well, that's a bit of a lie. But he's the one that does something that's not by the pet book. Um, cool. And Sane was the same when he was fit as well. And he no, was I, I so
2: don't... like you can't underestimate. I think Sane, not having Sane, not having Laporte for the mm. whole season is significant. Yeah. For them. I, no, I'm, I'm more talking. I'm not talking about kind of the
1: the ambiguous uh, aspects of football, like like spirit and desire. And uh, I'm talking about the extra five percent when you play on the edge. And I don't mean playing on the edge like you're about to bash someone. Yeah. I mean they they literally play the extreme version of the angles. When they're, when they're cutting it down the byline, the ball is weighted such that you have to be at 100% to get to the byline at the perfect time to cut it back to the perfect player who is on full stretch. To yeah. When it happens perfectly, they're all at the very edge of what's yeah, possible okay, for them. Yeah, yeah. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. So when I say sharpness, if they're at 95%, they, they, don't don't just, they don't get to the byline in time. The ball just goes out. They just miss yeah. it. Or the cutback is just in front of the player who's running in because that player who's running in isn't at that 100%, they're at that 95%. What it doesn't mean is they, they, lo- they don't lose their shape, the coaching's still there, they're still trying the same balls, they're putting it through in the same spaces, they know what they're doing and they know the weight... You know They know the yeah. weight of that pass needs to happen to be successful in that machine but the sharpness that they didn't have this morning fair enough they just had three months off I yeah. get it but <laughs> the sharpness that they didn't have is the reason why they didn't score six goals and they scored three and yeah. you've got to say yes the third but goal you was also, great but it's,
2: it's what in, what's in front of you too so it's hard to be I don't think it's, they were going to win the game so yeah. I don't necessarily think you can completely and level they've... that at them when because it is very hard to perform absol- your absolute peak if you don't need to be to beat what's in front yeah, of you yeah but but the it's not about the performance I, I, I think it's it's
1: a hard thing that i'm trying to describe here because it's not about what they needed to do to win the game it's, it's literally that
2: there are individual moments in that game but that's is that not what, a desire thing to you is that like it's hard to keep your no, motivation because they wanted uh, to be there like they wanted to make the run they were just a bit no, short there's they wanted to get to the byline they were just
1: a bit short
2: and I, I but that is desire to me and that is where you i think well, the way i interpret what you're saying is that you get you know you get worn down by pep and the way it is and you also get worn down by success a bit. It is hard mm. to stay mm. up at the top for a long period of time because it takes a lot of mental effort, as much as anything, to sustain that when everyone else is constantly trying to knock you off. it's And it, it's hard to sort of keep going again. And so I think that can, even the top, top, top professionals, that little... N- Doubt or effort, even if it's a subconscious thing, can make a
0: difference. And Man City actually haven't got anything to play for in the Premier League. They're gonna to come top no. four. They're gonna possibly get thrown out of the Champions League. They want to win the Champions League. This they week. want to win the Champions League, and we'll get onto the Champions League later. But they basically need to be firing and fit for two weeks in August, and that's it. Mm. They don't need to worry uh, about. Uh, anything but I do,
2: else. and I think the break in terms of getting Sane back, whether or not mm. he stays, is a, is a. You know another thing, but getting him back, getting Laporte back, like I looked at the team on paper, and then you look at the bench, like they are so the really f- long bench. They're so far and away the the you know the best team in the Premier yeah. League apart from Liverpool.
1: Can I ask um you about Gabriel Jesus? Yes, right now, do you think he's just missed middle age? He did look quite old. This <laughs> like- <laughs> Yeah, he's, he's gone from, like, a whippy little kid to handing you, like, a sticky sweep from his pocket in it, the park.
0: I don't like his goatee beard scenario he's got going on. and it in his 50s? It's John. his I- isolation beard. Also, the fact that it was pissing down with rain didn't help him. He did look a little like a homeless man. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, <laughs> I was looking at it. I'm so sorry. I, I know it might not be politically correct to say, but, like, he, he, he
1: was young and now he's an old man. Mm. And uh, maybe it's isolation, maybe it's done it's done a
2: number on him, but yeah. whatever happened to the good years?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I missed out on. Um that.
2: so, Man City we mm. didn't really learn anything new. De Bruyne is amazing and Man City are very good. Yes. Now, I must admit all day, you know when like you're excited about something and it just sort of just just sort of tugs away at the back of your Psyche, a bit back in your subconscious, you're like, oh yeah, just make. Do you just feel good? That warm, fuzzy feeling. Arsenal. Let's talk about Arsenal now. (laughs) David Luiz. What a car crash! It was so brilliant. (laughs) You have to wonder: Does he do this on purpose? Sometimes, I don't know why he would, but I just—you couldn't have wrote a script. I. I The
1: thing is, you could have.
2: Well,
1: <laughs> it was the most predictable script. <laughs> no, no, I don't get it. You're going, yeah. Oh, you couldn't have written this stuff. That's very That's true. Literally, what you <laughs> would, what have would write. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. But he was. It came on. Arsenal had two injuries in the first half hour. I yeah, they know, were much. undone in the beginning, yeah. weren't they? Which um, it's going to happen a lot, I think, in yeah. these games. I thought it was interesting side point. They have five substitutions now from possible nine players on the bench, but you have to do them in three bursts. So, by the time Arsenal had, had two injuries, they could only make one more substitution, but they could use up to three people.
2: Why have they set that? That just seems bizarre. Just I, give I don't the, know. No, I thought that was Just give him five
0: subs. I agree. Although, it maybe makes it a bit stop-start. Um, but, yeah, when David Luiz came on, he didn't look like he really wanted to be playing football. It was raining... And he thought I was just going to sit on the bench and watch Man City run around, and I don't have to worry about it. It's got a really heavy head in the rain. That bloke.
2: Did he have really his heavy lo- uh, long sleeves pulled down over his hands? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just like, oh, I don't like. He's this. Not,
1: not happy. <laughs> I mean, he, he's such a fucking clown. <laughs> the the first uh, okay, okay, well let's let's work through it. Right. Yeah. The first goal. How long had he his, been on the pitch? Came came off his thigh. Oh, um, about fifteen
0: minutes. See if that.
1: I've got I've got this I've got the stats right here. He came on on the twenty fourth minute. Oh, nice. On forty-five minute, he makes an error and Sterling scored. On the 49th minute, he gives away a penalty and gets sent off. So good. It, but it so, that, so good. It is so good. <laughs> the thing so is, good. and, and what, what I love, is that Sterling predicted it. So when you watch Sterling make the run through, Sterling is in an offside position waiting for the error. So yeah. the ball comes in from deep. It bounces off David Luiz's thigh. Oh, no, he no, no, no,
2: no. I think you'll give Sterling more. It was a great run. It was an excellent it run. It shouldn't have come to anything, but he was onside when the ball was played. He was onside, but... Okay, by the by the time the
1: ball had hit David Luiz, it was Raheem Sterling and the goalkeeper. They're the yeah, only nine, only two yeah. players. Yeah, nine play. times out of yeah.
2: ten, you'd never get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah
1: but he's looking, and going, "Oh, well, this bloke's in the way." Yeah. Oh, yeah, I reckon I reckon I've got a chance yeah. oh, I've got a sniff, I've got a sniff, and obviously he had a <laughs> massive sniff. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I think if you're David Luiz in that position, just don't let the ball go past you. Like, just yeah, do, just, whatever do whatever you can. Stick your And rug. it was such a weird, like, it was you're a bit. Maybe it was a bit of an awkward height, but it was such a weird movement and motion. Like, what you actually trying to? do with your thigh like it just was odd and then did you think the sending off was a bit harsh though I thought
0: like it it's a penalty it's a foul the last but man I was
2: yeah, but clear goal scoring opportunity yeah. I thought
0: they changed the rules that if it's penalty and it's not like a clear massive hack down the double it, jeopardy
2: thing yeah you get a yellow card and then a penalty no, because I think it's a they, double wasn't that about was that a keeper one I can't remember. Or maybe I think I have a feeling they so went back ago. on it. That they it was a but, rule that they then changed yeah. back. That one's
1: pretty stock standard for me. Yeah. He was. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's, it's a pretty soft foul, but Mares was always going to make the most of it. The guy's a prick. Yeah, yeah like, I, I like, must admit, like Mahrez, as, as, <laughs> no, as
2: much as I think it was a penalty and it was stupid by Luis. Mm the bit I will take away from it is the way that Maros went down. Now, I know I'm a dinosaur, but it was so gross. He yeah. just, he did not, it's David Luis. like yeah. he's going to rugby tackle you, you yeah. don't need, Just let him do you, it. Yeah, yeah. Don't, you don't need to fall like a sack of spuds. And it was so, he like, oh, it was like a dying dinosaur. Yeah. Just, it just, was unnecessary.
1: But yeah. it was, a, it was a sending off. The, the yeah. thing is, and I've, I've I've sat here, how long have been doing this? Four or five years or whatever? Fifth season. And I've sat here and defended David Luiz many times, and I still genuinely think inside that man somewhere is a phenomenal footballer. I just well, think he's
2: had some good, he's know, had I've,
1: some good seasons and good spells. Well, that's it. Yeah. Just, just more and more and more. He hides it and buries it away, and, and all
2: you see is this clown. I have to play and, him in a back three, but then have to. oh, he's just one of those players that you cannot not play in a back yeah. three. He has to be that extra centre-back, yeah. not the, the
0: main centre-back. So, so
1: you have to design your team up so that he can just go wandering. That's
2: essentially what you're saying. Play? And, he, yes. and play as Hollywood passes. Yeah, yeah. Well, th- that's, that's what he's the, good at. Basically, the bits of defending that he's good at are not defending. But
1: even today, he wasn't even very good at that. So no. uh, it must have been his second or third touch of the ball. So I feel a bit sorry for him judging it on it. But there was a point where Arsenal got the ball and Man City stood off. And he was standing there in the back and he looked up he took it to his left. And he looked up, nothing on. So he just punted it. And it went straight to Laporte. I'm like, what is the point in that? Like yeah. you, you've just gone, I don't know what to do. No one's making off available, so I'll give up. Just, just do something with it. Walk yeah. forward. Like, yeah. um, on players that were actually really good, Leno was excellent in this game. Yes, he was
0: very good in game. Even goal. though he
1: conceded yeah. three goals, he was, he was phenomenal. He made a lot of saves. Um, is and-
2: he a bit... <sighs> Go on. I feel like... Sometimes he palms the ball out a bit unnecessarily. Yeah, it was pretty wet this morning. Yeah,
1: it was wet. True. He wants to just put yeah. a fist behind it. In fact, both goalkeepers were good. There was a few times where Edison played yeah. passes that
0: you, oh, you would well, hope like, David Luiz would yeah, play. Some like, his passes, like, uh, like there was one through to Mares, it's just like on a sixpence, six yards it, out. You're like,
1: but the thing is, they what Arsenal did to their absolute detriment was they let edison walk forwards with the ball there were points where he was he must have been what 10 yards behind the center circle yeah unchallenged it's almost like he's slow you know you know when goalkeepers just like chip it a bit forwards look up pretend they're gonna do something chip it a bit forwards look up and suddenly he got so far up the pitch he could pick out Mario's for for fun the fact that he can do it is amazing but what a tool that city have in that goalkeeper
2: um, probably a fair reflection of where Arsenal are though well I, I was going to say Arsenal is their first defeat
0: in the league this season I'm sorry this year 2020 but they so, haven't I mean we've talked about it
2: well, and they haven't I so I think it was like eight games unbeaten or something mm. nine games unbeaten yeah. but I would argue that they weren't exactly wholly convincing during no. that spell like I, I mean I I think it you need a result like this and that, that's where Arsenal sit Arsenal are a three goals worst team than Man City at the moment I think yeah a I lot. agree and I, I still like I always say it, I just
0: think Arteta's really overrated I just don't like how he gets a free ride and everyone's always oh, Pep's old assistant he must be good he's crap also when it's raining buy a proper coat <laughs> <laughs> like alright Neil I could not stand watching him stood on the side soaking wet in this little fashionable cagoule thing that he was wearing I was like what the fuck are you wearing wear a proper coat it really annoyed me Um, but one thing he did do he came out afterwards because Ozil wasn't in the squad yeah this is interesting and Mesut Ozil wasn't
1: wasn't in like the 27 man matchday squad
0: (laughs) What's what's he done now nothing Arteta just said it's tactical so he can't even get in his first eighteen, and when you're paying the guy three hundred and fifty grand a week, and he's not getting in your first eighteen, he has to
2: lose. I just uh, I like Ozil. I think Ozil is a really really good footballer. Like he gets mm. so much grief. The guy's a World Cup winner. Germany, Germany, when they won the World Cup, essentially built their team around getting the best out of Ozil. Like, what about if Arsenal, built their team, to get the best out of Ozil? Yeah,
1: they should just donate Ozil
2: to the NHS. <laughs> yeah, yes. Here you
1: go. Just Have a measure yes. What do you, do
2: you? I mean, I think his brand is damaged now. Like, if he was going to mm. go, where do you? Is anyone going to? No, China. If yeah. you can go
0: to there now, but uh, yeah, that, like there is nowhere left for him to go in a big European league. He can't. No one will pay him his wages. And what you're going to get? So maybe China, PSG Yeah, PSG, China. There's still America. a player there, though. If you can get him interested, they would Rate him massively, but I just he's lost so much effect. You can't be the highest paid player at a club and regularly not even get in the first team squad, yeah, it's bizarre, and just pull sickies all the time. or oh, my knees slightly can, can I? Uh, can I? Highlight, it was good to see Kieran Tierney, yeah, that was really Tyranny. good. Tyranny.
2: Tyranny. Tyranny. Yeah, because yeah, I he's a player, and it's a shame we haven't really got to see much yep. of him this yeah. year, although. Uh, Whilst I'd like to see him, obviously him not being able to play has meant we've got to see... um, Saka. Saka. Who started on the right wing. Just the
0: complete opposite (laughs) side of the pitch. Arteta, genius. No. (laughs) Pure genius. No idea. Um, Let's move off the Man City Arsenal game. And the other game was the Villa Sheffield United. Um, I will admit I didn't get up at 2am to watch this one. That's one too far. Um, Didn't miss a huge amount. No. What the hell? But we missed one thing which was a goal that never stood. Um, so a free kick for Sheffield United, comes into the back post, the Villa keeper goes up, grabs it, and kind of just loses balance and falls into well, the goal. Well,
2: no, it's the Villa defender. Yeah, the Villa uh, defender like, stood there and stood, tries to stop. Like him. kind of pushes him into the goal. Yeah, yes. but he's trying to stop him
0: yeah. like and then accidentally falls back into the goal. But Hawkeye missed it and everyone in the stadium could see it, all 300 of them, and... Ever on the pitch because it it was a goal, but they're told not to
1: not to respond until unless it's Hawkeye. Yeah. So the, this is I got
2: really angry about this. I'm not surprised. As I thought, can, thought of you right as as you when this happened. Expect, yeah. So not with Hawkeye. So Hawkeye has seven cameras. Yeah. Seven individual cameras that you know all and they check to straight They came out, after they came out the straight apology. away and said sorry, we missed it. That is the first one they've got wrong out of nine thousand decisions. Yeah. So that's, that's when good. you compare that to VAR. Um, you know, massive, yeah. massive difference. What really annoys me here is where is the common sense? Where is the fucking common sense? Like we have technology, but it is nothing without common sense. Yeah. There are people there that are watching the game through VAR that can tell the referee straight away, sorry, ref. Goal. Goal. That's actually a goal. It's it's obvious to the naked yeah. eye, something's obviously gone wrong with Hawkeye. We should think you should give a goal. The fact that nobody has said anything because they're sticking to protocol just is insane. It's like you- fucking insane. Like if somebody is, you know, murdering somebody on the pavement. You don't just stand there because, or can't interfere because my protocol says I can't. Call the police and wait 10 like, minutes. It's yet. just, you, you, do you yeah. know what I mean? The fact that yeah. nobody took it on themselves to go, oh, you know what, maybe we should just check this it was, out It was and obvious, see if it's a goal. It? it was so obvious. It was really,
0: but then also, because it's the first mistake by Hawkeye in 9,000 previous attempts or whatever, is there part of you, if you're sat there as the VAR guy going, it never gets it wrong? So but, I know it says but it's this, wrong. It's not. But you can this. But he then, literally rolled the ball on the inside of the post. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, yeah, like there's no watching, other you way. Can, you can see. No, I get that. But also, is <laughs> like I surely no. you
2: have to be like confident enough in your ability at what you do to trust your like the you, fact you have just seen on
0: yeah. the TV. But if, you, but if the Hawkeye's never been wrong, and I don't know, but I presume there's not a Hawkeye person. There no no no, it's no, no. So, camera system. Yeah, it's just I don't camera-
2: blame the referee because the referee might not have seen it, and yeah. he's waiting for his thing. It needs one of his assistants, or it needs the VAR, VAR yeah. to say. And the reason VAR have not intervened because they've essentially said it's not our job in that instant. It's not the exactly. Protocol. So Hawkeye fails. So why is it VAR's fault?
0: Because, because they can, because John. This there. is my
2: whole problem. Because they can... The whole point about VAR yeah. is making... that. This is one of my... The inherent problems of VAR. We forget about the reason VAR is there. Don't think about just the things that VAR is there to please. he going to
1: say clear and obvious? I think he's going to say clear no, and I mean, obvious. It is
2: there so the right decisions get made. But not for goal line decisions. Hawkeye's there for making... Yes, but it, it's missing the point, John. That's on, <laughs> no, if please. This is one of the problems with technology. If it all is just... Everybody's like, this is... Only this bit this is only this bit you can end up back at the same position you were before you introduced this stuff which is that not the the right decision wasn't being made enough somebody (laughs) you cannot just rely on the technology somebody has to use common sense let me say my
0: point though if yes i completely agree however if they don't have who has the authority to overrule hawkeye and if there isn't anyone in the stadium or in the var suite you, they can't. They, they know it's not under their jurisdiction to do that. So one of them has Wait, the balls to do it. No, but if it is literally the rule. They're not is, allowed. They're not allowed yeah. to overrule
2: Hawkeye. But, but that's my that's my problem, John. Like just no, because I mean, sorry, it's not allowed, let, it doesn't let me finish. It mean it's let, right.
0: Let me, to, let me finish. So what we need to learn from this is you have to have a Hawkeye. Like they need to have a hotline to Hawkeye or whatever, and go. Did that happen or not? Because what there is a divide right now that's but it's not up to VAR in that scenario. The VAR did their thing that their men are doing. It'll never happen again. It will it will, it will there will yeah.
2: now be there will now be a protocol, uh, you know, it will never happen again. Yeah. But that's not my problem. My whole problem with it is the mindset and it's the fact that and this is one of the issues where you become so reliant on a technology and a system that nobody is then willing to actually use common sense to go you know you, you just stick to your little bit and your rules yeah. even when you can see that it's wrong it's
1: like that fat lady who
2: ran over that bloke
1: in her Tesla you ever see that <laughs> no so there's this fat lady she's like literally eating chicken <laughs> like, she's <laughs> literally sitting in the driver's seat Amazing. in San Francisco when they're doing the trial of the autonomous car <laughs> just sitting in the front because there's, there's cameras going in so you can see it she's just sitting there munching down <laughs> with some chicken and she drives over someone because <laughs> she's like oh I thought the car would stop <laughs> like you could see this person on a bike that you're about to just <laughs> plow over, and you didn't put your foot on the brake because yeah. you're eating some just chicken, got some, got some fried chicken. <laughs> and, and
2: so I think what we have to be careful with that. It's not so much the individual decision that bothers me yes it's like the whole process no, yeah, that. and the, and i don't want to if if we move away from that then we do end up in this weird system where the you're devaluing the officials that are there they just yeah. need to one of them just needed to go i know it's not my job but i'm gonna and i just yeah. i'm really disappointed in society in general <laughs> that not one of them could go oh i'll do this yeah. you know yeah. i'll, yeah. I'll stick put my, my hand, hand up, up and go I a look at that again did you hear what Wilder said about this? I just liked it. No, go on. We went to Tottenham last year. John Lundstrom's big toe was offside and I was hanging around in the pouring rain for 10 minutes for a decision. I don't understand why I can't wait 10 minutes in Birmingham.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's <that's> fair enough.
2: <laughs> um, do
0: you... On, last thing on Sheffield United, this could be a real problem for them for getting the Champions League. If they got the three points that they probably deserved, although from... The, what I watched Villa had a few chances balance well. play I
2: think Villa were quite. So, Greenish it, looked really good again. Greenish Sorry. looked excellent <laughs> best player in the league yeah, he is really good um, so
0: actually a draw is probably a fair result on play but Sheffield United should have won but that would have put them fifth and in what is basically a Champions League spot right now if they miss out by two points at the end that's going to be so annoying
1: yeah they'd sue sue why not yeah. why not see like,
2: I mean, on, you, just. yeah it's, but it's, it is one of those things and Villa I think deserved something from the game I thought Villa looked although good although it wasn't great like you know you know when you're watching a five minute highlights of the game and there's like dangerous crosses being shown on the highlights <laughs> yeah. that it's not a terrific game and uh,
0: the BBC commentator
2: on it just went
0: yeah it wasn't the best uh. <laughs> of all of the first games
1: back in the Premier League yeah not the greatest but
2: yeah I, I mean I'm it doesn't surprise me that Man City Look good and might be excellent in this sort of weird, slightly training drill environment. But it's interesting to see what happens with Sheffield United. Like, I yeah. don't, you're worried they might sort of fall off a cliff. A yeah, bit
0: I'm like, because it's the it's almost like they've had a close season and have to start again and they won't yeah.
2: lose the momentum. Um,
0: hope play, not, but they play Newcastle away next, so that's a three nil win. Um, let's move on. Um, actually, on to out of contract players, Jeff. You wanted to talk about out of contract players, the reason. I wanted to go there next, is David Luiz is actually out of contract on the 30th of June um, and hasn't re-signed for Arsenal. He's like on a one-year rally. David
2: Silva is, but he's going to stay till the end of the year? David Silva's
0: staying, um, but David Luiz may have just played his last game. Um, Pedro at Chelsea has signed for Roma um, and... May play or may not play for Chelsea. They he said he know. won't
1: play. So he doesn't want to. He, it's his, one of his last moves, and he doesn't want to put his Roma move at risk. He's got two two more games available for Chelsea. He's not signing the extension.
2: Not going to miss him. No, it's I, I,
1: out there. And I want to talk about Ryan Fraser. Yes, what a prick! What's, yes. what's Ryan Fraser doing? So
2: Ryan? Pre-
0: yeah, he's refu- So Ryan Fraser, who's in my list of most overrated <laughs> players in the Premier League ever, is crap. It had six months where he got lucky 12 times. <laughs> then I then love I, how passionately he dislikes you. He's awful. Um, and Arsenal were going to buy him. And then he it went to his head. He's been shit since. And now he's refused to sign any contracts at Bournemouth. His contract's up on the 30th of June. And I, I don't know if he said he's going to play or not He's play. not playing. He's, yeah. he's,
1: he's literally said that he is leaving the club. So he's on the down day. Tools. he's down tools. Well, he hasn't down tools yet. He's got two more weeks. And then he's gone.
2: And where's he going? Do we know?
0: Well, the the, the, play, the clubs that are listed now are not the Arsenal's and Spurs. It's Crystal Palace, Watford, Burnley. Like, what are you doing? Play for Bournemouth. Yeah, and uh, the thing that really gets me is that he, when
1: he joined Bournemouth, they are in League One. Mm. So he got promoted to the Championship. He had some good games in the Championship. Got promoted to the Premier League. He's had four seasons in the Premier League with Bournemouth. Done great. And, and he's going to turn around great. to Eddie Howe, who gave him a job on what? Twenty grand a week, yeah. like like made this bloke's career. Had faith in him, brought him up through the through the leagues. Was giving him a Premier League footballer's career, and he won't give him two months.
2: Yeah. Even when his club's around, fighting relegation,
1: That's his club are in the relegation zone, yeah. and he's turning out going. I'm I'm your first team, but you know, mm, it's about me and it's about my life. And actually, I
0: I that is disgraceful, yeah. and I can understand that. So similar things happened. Charlton for their main striker whose name I can't remember in the championship Um, and he's 29 30 and he's been a lower league striker for years Uh, Darren Darren Bent no no, not Darren (laughs) Bent (laughs) Um, but he's been in the and lower league strikers yes they earn more than average Joe but they have a career of seven or eight years max and so there's a little there's a finite amount of time they can earn money and He's at Charlton. He's been offered contracts at other clubs that will basically set him up for life. He's got a mortgage, got kids. He's just like, I don't want to play. I get that. Ryan Fraser is a millionaire. Ryan Fraser, yes, he also has a short contract, but he gets paid a huge amount of Lyle money. Lyle Taylor. Lyle Taylor, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Um, and there is no need for that. It's just a slight arrogance. And it is turning back, like you said, Jeff, on a club that basically has made his name and made him an international same manager the whole
2: time not even the club same manager the whole time and those names you read out like i mean i'm not saying you could understand it if it was like an arsenal or something i think it would you'd still you know sort of look down on the decision a bit but the fact he's going to teams in and around where your team is right now that just seems bizarre really really got to me that story
1: when is I it money that. is he getting you well, know, yeah, his, his agent's saying that he wants 100 grand a week yeah. That's what his agent's saying. Everton were mentioned this week in in the hunt for Ryan Fraser, and I was like, "Oh my!" After I was disgusted, and then bloody typical with the the gods shutting down on me. The next day, it was bloody Everton. Yeah, like, oh, great!
2: Come on, Ryan,
1: get on board. But just, I, want, just I mean, sit next to Theo at lunch, I,
2: I think his stock has dropped a bit this year. He's like, frank. you know, when he was at his Pete, his having his lucky spell. I, you know, yeah. he, a lot of teams wanted him, but yeah. I wouldn't say at the moment. Um, he's I... top He's top of a lot of teams shopping lists. so I think I mean is there a danger here it could all backfire on him and he, he leaves Bournemouth and then he just ends up nowhere well, yeah, go he to Charlton.
0: could end up nowhere or West Ham because West Ham love overpaying players <laughs> <laughs> well or, football's
2: definitely back without to go at Arsenal West Ham
0: <laughs> or Newcastle takeover in some form will happen and they'll be like, oh, we've got loads of money to spend on players. Who can we get? Who, there's a who, shiny bauble. Oh, we'll just pay him 150 grand a week. because
1: well, yeah. he's, he's free, because he's free yeah. agent. It, um, it does really kind of, if you take away the, the How old frustration is he, is he? I feel 26. about 26. Ryan Fraser, it does highlight a real problem when it comes to the end of this month and those contracts expire, because mm. some clubs, are, obviously clubs are trying their best to go, well, we need the integrity of our squad yeah. to remain the same because we've been training and everyone knows what they're doing. But it really is up to the player whether they sign that extension and and we're seeing the beginnings of it now with players like Pedro and Ryan Fraser and I, I don't
2: think that's the end of it. A little bit of me feels like the Premier League could have been stronger here and just said this is a completely... Um, Shut know, window, you can't one, move. One-off... Yeah. unusual scenario and thick contracts that were going to expire on June we are going to extend them to the end they're of year
1: they're not slaves they, you, you can't do that people have human rights you, you can't tie someone into a job that they don't want to be tied into if their contract that they've walked into is you probably will be able you're to right. now they'll probably put a clause in a pandemic clause or if the season stops forever clause you, you have yeah. to put that in the end but right now you can't force people to do things no no um, or else we forced everyone to stay home and we'd all be safe and well that's what kind of happened not really no everyone yeah. just still went to the pub didn't they all yeah. went yeah. outside yeah. somewhere, fly
0: kites um, let's move on to the Champions League Roger you wanted to talk about the Champions League it was announced this week that it's going to be um, being held in Lisbon in Portugal yes and it's all happening in August over two weeks the Europa League is happening in Germany I think but around I don't actually know about the Europa League Tom <laughs> Well, Night are in the Europa League, Roger. Oh, so it should be priority. Um, Wolves are going to win it, though. <laughs> yeah, probably. The Europa League will happen on the days that the Champions League doesn't happen. So basically, there's three weeks of f- football with a game every day that is a knockout game.
2: Yeah. It well, sounds amazing. Champions League's 12 days. It's a yeah. 12-day tournament. Um, so and obviously all the so the quarterfinals take place across four nights August 12th to 16th the last four games is August 18th to 19th and all single legs and then you've got the final and I just think are they all night games all evening games yeah I think so yes all night games it's going to be brilliant but I just, and I, I mean I so great yeah I'm like I'm <laughs> genuinely excited about that because it's all the best players in the world it's kind of it's, it's not a World Cup but it's like it's as close to a yeah. World Cup as well, we're get for a little well Champions League football's the best in the world yeah. isn't it and so. I just I, I mean I don't necessarily like the circumstances that have brought this to us but it is going to be amazing like, to have you know and if, and it's all knock I love the fact that it's knockout one game it just becomes just like I mean I you know we understand why two legged European yeah. ties were brought in but let's be honest everybody loves a knockout game do you, do you
1: feel a bit sorry for Liverpool just having that last game of the yeah knockout, <laughs> knocked
2: out by or, yeah and not only that but um, it clearly should not have been held <laughs> no, given yeah. all the health yeah. Yeah. like not only has the city been fucked over football wise it's yeah. also been completely fucked over health wise <laughs> yeah. so yeah I I, I certainly feel for them but I just think um, it does, yeah, there's still some great teams yeah. involved as, and
0: it also lines it up though for a surprise winner because in reality you just need to play well for three games and in, in a two legged tie, you can get a 1 0 at home or scrape a 0 0 and go through and stuff, whereas it's harder over two legs. Who, who's you just your, go for who's it. your winner? I have no idea who's left in the Champions League. Oh, I think Man City have got a good chance.
2: Bayern Munich is. Still- Bayern Munich will win it. Yeah. I, well, I won Bayern or
0: Juve were my tips before everything shut down, but I can't remember who else the is. The problem
1: in with Bayern it. is they've already won their league. They, they won their league this weekend. Is so that a good thing for them?
2: Yeah, it's it's, so boring. 1-0 Lewinowski. Yeah, but it's hard to keep (laughs) the... (laughs) Fuck off, Brian. Eight years. What a fucking monkey league. Fuck off.
1: It's hard to keep the intensity when you've won the league so far in advance. Uh, And we've seen that when you have... um, FA Cup finals a few weeks after the end of the season or Champions League finals that you know when a team wins the league five games before the end of the season and they're in the Champions League final two game two weeks after that it's hard to keep the same intensity they have when yeah, they're still trying to win games so I, I think that Bayern are probably disadvantaged because they've done so well but a Man yeah.
2: City not in that position too they're not going to win the league but they're not going to do anything else
1: no you make a fair point yeah but, but this might be their last hurrah Manchester City if they're banned for two true. years this is, this is their chance and if that's of not this, a motivating factor yeah what, this
0: iteration yeah. of Manchester City so the following round of 16 round legs are yet to be played Juventus against Lyon um, Lyon won the first leg 1-0 yeah Man City Madrid Man City Real Madrid Man City won the first leg 2-1 away Bayern Chelsea Bayern a 3-0 up from away from home
2: and then Barcelona Napoli but um, they're going to play these games in Lisbon as well I think are they not? Uh, half
0: they'll be concluded it just does it says concluded okay yeah, like but I think they're,
2: they're all going to be played like in same like neutral venues yeah okay so they'll do that and then it'll be straight into quarterfinals. Yeah. and I wouldn't I wouldn't put
0: um I would Atletico Madrid are very good on their day at beating a team and if they just need to draw nil nil and win on penalties three times in a row they could yeah you put your money on them doing they it definitely so I think Atletico Madrid's worth a little bit um in other football news, Napoli won the Coppa-Italian final on penalties for Juve, which is quite nice to Juve not winning something. Yeah,
2: I was just pleased to not see Ronaldo yeah. Yeah. winning or Juventus winning. Um, and you mentioned Bayern won the Bundesliga.
0: Um, and the Newcastle takeover is still stalling. There's possible American input. There's a new bid from America. Yeah, for there's, there's dodgy a dodgy TV the, channel.
1: There's a... Um, a bid that's waiting in the wings if mm. if the the Saudis mm. don't get the green light. It this whole BNQ th- BNQ. <laughs> Be <BNQ. laughs> what was it called the being out. No, b out. Be b, it's, b, it's b, b in sports uh, and b out sports. Yeah. yeah. And like it's amazing how much of a stir that's causing when these people kill, <laughs> kill, kill people. journalists <laughs> for, for, for like for sport. Yeah. Um, sorry, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. But like, it, it's actually getting traction. The, the The letter that was written to all of the Premier League clubs and Premier League chairman, and 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 they have taken that on board and they they've been lobbying the Premier League. Yeah. So it's really. You know, I thought that was a bit of a last chance saloon to to stopping this thing Mm. happening. But actually, that's the thing that looks like it's going to really put the brakes on.
0: It's a sad indictment on football that the one thing that makes it go wrong is the money. However... I'm glad it made it's not, foot, it's wrong. not
2: football. on it's society. Yes, like it's and um, with the Bayern thing. I think. I mean, I was a bit critical, of Bayern. Sorry, Bayern fans. It was a bit mean, but I, that, I no, was genuinely fun. disappointed to see Bayern win again. And I don't know if you saw Dortmund lost today. Yeah, 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 so as soon as yeah, they yeah. they sort of found out, and uh, I, I really like Dortmund. I yeah. really wanted them to win. Like I know, I've watched some of their football this year, and they've been great. And you look at all their you know young players, and I just feel like when this thing this stuff happens their team will get pillaged again and then they'll have to start all over again do you know next who year they're
0: going to assign next to replace everyone that gets pillaged Jude Bellingham so you know oh, the Birmingham yeah. do it no Jude do it. yeah there's talk of like Man United are in for him and a few <laughs> other Premier League clubs but Borussia Dortmund are going come here we'll play you and you, then we'll
2: sell you for 100 million and, and in he is time. brilliant like yeah. he has all the ability in the world he's brilliant that would be awesome
0: Um and the last thing I wanted to say was that Marcus Rashford is a fucking superhero um, he wrote an open letter in The Guardian this week to, well, not to Boris Johnson, to all politicians, just pleading on them to not stop um, the free lunch vouchers for school kids during the summer holidays because there's so many people struggling to have food at the moment. Um, and straight away afterwards, Boris said no, and then everyone went, don't be a dick. And he went, okay, I'll change my mind. And Although say apparently this. he didn't realise, didn't know about it. If did, you ask did he Boris. not? Is right. that what he says? Just lied. Yeah, uh, yeah. Another oh, I lie. didn't know that was happening. Yeah, um, but yeah, I just think Marcus Rashford is.
2: But that's not the big news. Done amazingly. He mm. also told Katie Hopkins to fuck off. That was so <laughs> good.
0: <laughs> yeah, we put that on Facebook. <laughs> it's so good. I,
2: I, I mean, but I, for me as well, it's not about. For it's not just about what he's trying to achieve in this specific, you know, instance in trying to get free school dinners mm. for a bunch of kids. It is also the fact that he is drawing attention to the fact that there are so many kids that need yeah. that are relying on this. Which yeah. it's fifteen. The Tory government are giving fifteen quid a week for this, which is fuck all. Yeah. Yeah. But I just, you know, the fact that this is happening in society—that's what you need—is horrendous. Yeah. And so, to me, it's not necessarily this thing that's happening, but it just doing this. is getting focus and people should be thinking how can we have this poverty you know this is a UK like where you know there are people with so much money they didn't know what to do We should not have this kind of disparity. Yeah. And from like that's the bigger thing here. Like it's great that he's done that, but yeah. you hope that it also helps, you know, people build that support, more people aware of it, and maybe yeah. real change and he, you know
0: because he's been supporting it through the coronavirus pandemic and he's raised 20 million in that time for these school meals. Yeah. And the letter was about how his mum, who was a single mum, relied went on this, this. and yeah. had to do this. And yeah, the only way he's where he's at today was with this. And so if you want the next Marcus Rashford's to happen, you need to help them out. I hope can he a hat trick. Just please,
1: uh, I'm sorry if this takes the um uh, takes the plaudits off Marcus Rashford, because that's certainly not what I mean to do. But I'd like to... Um, highlight Gareth Southgate in all of this oh yeah yeah. we were talking a few weeks ago about Gareth Southgate saying that the England players are always under the microscope whether they're playing football or not and the yeah. type of characters they are is just as important as the type of football yeah. they play and we've seen Marcus Rashford do what he's done in the yeah. pandemic last week we spoke about Harry Kane yeah. sponsoring late Latin Orient shirt putting NHS yeah, on yeah, it. Raheem Sterling Raheem Sterling with anti-racist Jordan Henderson was the one who um, put the captains for NHS thing yeah. together Basically, James Sancho Jane standing up for First racism. The, the, the character being displayed by the England team and the players who have been called up for England is actually phenomenal. More yes. so than I've ever seen it before. They don't feel like they're risking their place. They feel like they have to hold their level of responsibility into society and use it for the power of good. That's and a I think really that, good point. That that's leadership. They've been yeah. given the freedom to do that and actually been told that this is good for you.
0: Yeah, And it's also a reflection of the fact that Southgate wants people in his team who care about those things. Yeah. He wants people who have leadership and are willing to stand up for things. And if you're a bit of a, maybe a fancy Dan, arrogant guy, maybe a Madison or whatever. Madison or Greenish, who doesn't you, pick. Yeah, he goes, oh, you know what? No, I want these guys in. And well,
2: yeah. I also think there's a continuity aspect there as well in terms of if you have those structures in place. And we know that Gareth Southgate's been involved in, you know, in, in the england scene for a while you know at, at lower levels yeah. and so he's had knows some of these players for a number of years now and if you can have those systems in place you have mm. that, that helps i think that you know because it's not like somebody just coming in and you know telling you what to do you feel more comfortable in the environment because you you all know each other and you know that person yeah. and i mean I, I just yeah he's he's brilliant he's, he's i yeah he will never be the what is it the laxative inducing chocolate butter. yeah <laughs> <laughs> once described
0: Um does anyone have any side stories before we go on to end game yeah a few I'll, I'll go first go on, Jeff. I've got none this week um, so you go no, right. I've got none so we're all, all in your... I just,
1: um Kingsley Coleman K- yeah. Coleman Coleman plays for Bayern, Bayern Munich yes. do you know that so Bayern Munich just won the title you're going to bring up how many
0: titles he's won this
1: is his 8th consecutive title he's,
2: wow. what, 20... 24. 24 yeah. PSG, he won PSG,
1: two in a row, then Juventus, then five Bundesliga titles.
0: At age 24, Just she retired eight consecutive league was, titles. Was he in the World Cup <laughs> squad for France? Did he win the World Cup in the Ooh. middle of Yeah.
2: But also, have you ever seen him play that well? He's all right. Yes, in like fits and starts but i think it's funny because i still see him as like promising he's yeah. like 24 yeah. you can't really be promising at should 24 be but in, yeah um, that's how i a see few him. others
1: are not very exciting but did you see who the ref for the merseyside derby is this week
2: no.
1: i mean look we missed football a lot today like oh great yeah. so a technological fail and and um david louise being yeah. david <laughs> louise guess who's ref in the merseyside derby who mike dean <laughs> well, I look forward to that it's for 100
0: days and then yeah. bingo Mike team's in charge um, um, and he's a Tranmere fan as well isn't he Which, like Tranmere's right next to Liverpool and Everton
1: yeah that guy is a complete horsebox um, he is only beat by um, Australian ref Jared Gillett
0: Who's going to be the first Australian referee? Who,
1: again, thanks to Chris on Facebook, highlighted that he is the first non-British referee in the wow. in the Premier League. How did he get in the Premier League? He he impressed in Maybe the Championship. A
0: working holiday
1: visa. He's crap. He is a complete car crash. So oh, let's look so forward he, to is seeing he this happen
2: this weekend. Is he don't getting know. the game?
1: I don't know. I, I, oh, I'm going to keep tabs on this one. Okay. I'll let you know. I'll All right. definitely have running updates. Yeah,
0: Jared. Right. Yes. Um, we're ready for the game. End okay. game. Right. Fine. So, Jeff, you're games master because you won probably by default against me last week. Roger's on 13. I'm Jeff, on 10. Jeff needed a win. Let's, yeah, you know, win's a win. Jeff's on nine. Right. So, what are we going for this week? Well, last week we were talking about relegation. You
1: remember? Yes. And, and we brought up, had a bit of a very small chat about the West Ham team that got relegated with 41 points. Oh, yes. Now, so Do- I've, I've gone for... Was it them that
0: got relegated or Sheffield United? Sheffield
1: United, United. So I've gone for, in my opinion, the best Premier League side to get relegated. Okay. Which was West Ham United in 2003.
0: Not in 2003. So the game I've gone is for a is that... a bit that tenuous here, Jeff, but the, all
1: right. Yep. I, I just wanted an excuse to read out this squad. Yeah, okay. So, uh, because it's the best, in my opinion, I argue, send in your answer on a postcard, there is no better squad to get relegated from the Premier League. They played um, Birmingham City,
3: 2003,
1: on the last day of the season. They were joint 17th with Bolton Wanderers, with a minus seven... Goal difference. So they had to get they had to get a better result than um uh, than Bolton and a seven goal swing. The game ended in a two two draw.
0: Two two draw, Jesus. <laughs> West Ham in two
1: thousand and three. <laughs> Is this two tenuous I really confused?
0: No like, two
2: thousand and three. I just trying to work Yeah.
0: Um against
1: Birmingham City. Okay, now you lost last week, John, so you get to go first. Joe Cole. Joe Cole oh, started for West Ham. My yes. first one.
0: Um, who else played for West Ham? Who was? Oh, can I ask who the managers were? Sorry. Uh, yes. Was it? Um, what's Glenn his?
1: Roeder. Yeah. And I can't remember the Birmingham manager. Sorry. That's right. Birmingham was probably a uh, um, Steve Bruce oh, or Alex Oh, Paolo Di Cano came on on the 82nd minute.
0: Oh, go again, Rog, go again, Rog. Get it wrong, get it wrong.
2: Um, 2003, fuck, I should know this. Who's the... Remember Birmingham? There's, there's a
1: fair few Birmingham players in there that you'd, you'd be quite familiar with.
2: Andy Johnson? Andy Johnson? <laughs> Birmingham? <laughs> no. Nah. Crystal Palace? You're crazy. No, nah, who's at Birmingham? No. Nah. No. Uh, oh who was the
1: guy
2: oh he was at Birmingham you mean
1: no. Damian Johnson no well he played for Birmingham does that mean you've oh. lost you've lost yes. already
2: Bloody hell. Ah. Jeff, Jeff Horsfield
0: oh. what are you on about are you ready Birmingham wait, wait 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 I talked I brought it up last week I'll bring it up again now
1: okay you can have you can have a second go two do you want to do the second live nah, two we? lives no go no. on two lives
2: no, we can't. No, we can't change the game. We can. We can, we before the rules. But we'll do it from next yeah, week. Yeah, so you we'll get a second, life. Get a second life next week. <laughs> yeah.
1: All right. You you ready for this West Ham side? Carrick. <laughs> Un, unused substitute. Oh, good. I'm glad. So in goal, David James. Yeah. Uh, Defenders: Thomas Repka, Glenn Johnson, Christian Daly, Rufus Brevett. Yeah.
3: Rufus
1: Midfield, Brevitt. Trevor Sinclair, oh, yeah. Steve Lomas, and Joe Cole forwards freddie canute les ferdinand and jermaine defoe
2: how the fuck did they get relegated <laughs> yeah.
1: with coming see, off the dicadio it's,
2: it's, it's the weird time of like the older you know players that played the in the Bertinans. 90s and then the, it's a hard hard yeah. era uh did robbie savage played for Birmingham. he did play for yeah was, yeah
1: Ian embedded in goal, darren purse jeff kenner matt upson yes. Yep. um yeah. Uh, Jamie Clapham, uh, Robbie Savage was in midfield with Stephen Clements, Stan Lazaridis, Damian Johnson, with Dugari and Horsefield up
2: front. Yeah, so had, Stan Lazaridis. Horsefield was my next. Really? Yeah. Ah, oh,
1: good, good guess. But it's amazing that that like the um, bloody hell! In that in that season, their best uh, their best eleven was. It was, it was... It was ridiculous. It was just absolutely mind-blowing. Jermaine Defoe, Crédit Canuto, Carrick, Sinclair, De Canio, Cole, Glenn Johnson, Stuart Pearce, Daly, Nigel Winterburn, you know David the problem, James.
0: The problem was... Glenn Roger. Glenn
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, No, he wasn't there the whole year, was he? Well, yeah, he Harry, was, no, Harry read that left at the beginning of the year. Yeah, so Glenn, Glenn Rico came in. Yeah.
2: And then it all went wrong. Uh, you would
1: uh, surely you'd look on your resume and you go, oh, that's not a, that guy. that's a Jeff, European squad. I'd just team. like to
2: say Andy Johnson played at Birmingham from nineteen ninety eight to two thousand and two. So I was one year Ooh, out. Oh. I definitely don't remember him playing for Birmingham. Was he so there, was it? Birmingham was where I first remember seeing him dive for penalties. And <laughs> then <laughs> <laughs> so here we go. So he went from there to Palace, there right to Palace, yeah. and then Palace to Everton, yeah.
1: yeah, and then Everton to Fulham, Fulham,
2: and then yeah. QPR, and then back to. And palace. there was there was
1: a moment. I remember a watershed moment in Andy Johnson's career where they just stopped giving him penalties, and that just he just suddenly was this, half on the player he was. Other yeah. side of the curve, wasn't it? It's just
0: like that's the end. Yeah, oh, well. talking of the end.
2: That's the end. Has no. anyone got anything before we go? No. Um, that was exciting having football back. Great, to right? yes. talk about football. Oh, and like, but proper football like on the weekend, like uh, a full round of
0: fixtures. And yeah, this time next week it's going to have been another 12 games. Wow. it's going to be so much football to talk about. Um, thanks for listening, everyone. We will be back next week. Uh, don't forget, if you want to get in contact or ask us questions about anything, just find us on Facebook. Um, or search uh, shoot us an email at footballshedpodcast at gmail.com thanks for listening everybody Bye-bye. bye bye
2: bye